my good sis, my good, good sis. Welcome back to another episode of the My Good Sis podcast, a self-care podcast empowering women to become unapologetically themselves. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Um, I want to shout out all of my regular listeners. I see you. Thank you so much for the support. Um, This week, I noticed that I had a listener in Poland, which is amazing. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Uh, Be sure to engage with my Instagram. Um, You know, like message me. I'm thinking of going live. Um, I'm thinking of going live. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm thinking maybe a Sunday to discuss some topics with my listeners and my followers. And I seem to have a very different audience. So if it's on stories, if it's on my actual grid um, or on the pod, and it's really interesting. So um, I wonder if I speak to my pod listeners, if you would engage with my live, let me know. Um, I'll put a quiz up in a couple of days and I'll see what the response is. But it would be good to speak to you guys and to engage a bit because it is a solo podcast, which is quite difficult for some people. Um, Lots of pods are about banter and that back and forth and that whole group chat setting. And I think lots of my topics would really benefit from your input. Um, So I think it would be a good place to start um, on lives and just having some conversations and having some discussions there. Um, I did a live actually with um, somebody, a lady in America, um, Cindy, uh, her name is, and um, it was my first experience of a live and it was good practice, most definitely. Um, I was a guest on her show, so if I was hosting, I would obviously have just like a bit more uh, control of um, exactly what we're talking about etc but um, it would be good to hear from you it'd be good to hear from you um, she did at me and it it was meant to be about online dating um, and actually it was about life in general and men and women and surgery and dating and children and sex it was just about everything and um I I like that kind of flow. I don't like I don't like to feel restricted. Um so yeah, I'll put a quiz up in a couple of days on my Instagram uh, stories and if you could engage with that, let me know. And if you've got any ideas, message me. If you would like to appear on the show, if you want to speak about anything with me, if you want to, you know, join in one week, I would I would love that. I would welcome that. So drop me a line. So I I really just want to hold space for um, how trying and testing this year is. Um, It feels like something out of a telenovela. Now, if you know what that is, it's like a Spanish soap opera. And I've learned that because I have finally completed Jane the Virgin on Netflix. And if you haven't watched it, watch it five series long, 100 episodes, 40 something minutes per episode, such an emotional roller coaster. I just felt so close to the characters. I actually cried a lot throughout, but especially at the end. Um, High drama, um, lots of stuff that are really unrealistic, actually, but somehow it pulls on your heartstrings and it makes you laugh and it makes you cry. And you're like, like, it's a bit of comedy mixed in with a bit of real life and things that are so far-fetched. Anyway, a soap opera. Um, And that's what this year feels like for me. Personally, and I thank God for this daily, it hasn't been too bad. But it's difficult to see what's going on around me and feel like I'm exempt from that. I'm I'm not exempt. I'm not exempt. Um... And in the words of my grandmother, what don't catch you ain't pass you. Which, you know, it just means that you aren't exempt. You know, it hasn't happened to you now, but it doesn't mean that it isn't going to happen to you. And I'm not saying to live your life in fear. I'm not, I'm not living my life in fear at all. Um, 
but it's just a reminder of how close we are to these real life events. The highs and the lows and the twists and the turns and a lot of things that are incredibly unexpected and scary and you switch on the news which I don't watch anymore um or I'm scrolling on the gram and I'm minding my business and you know it becomes your business you know it's just heavy so much is happening um we're about to enter a second lockdown which is apparently only going to be four weeks but who knows it's likely to be extended um I don't particularly trust the government, so, you know, it just feels like they are making up as they go along and they are are just making things up to suit themselves almost. It's like, oh, you know, I have to be seen to be doing something, so let me just do anything and let me react. Uh, Like, in Scotland, this is happening, and in Wales, this is happening, so we have to be doing something. It's just, it's just a farce, isn't it, really? You know, guys, I think if you eat out to help out, oh, but... Um, now you can't eat out at all. It's just ridiculous. Um, but it's trying because it's my birthday month um, and I had some plans, not big plans because obviously COVID, uh, but I did have some plans and I've got to readjust. And outside of my birthday, just having that knowledge that I was able to say, all right, sis, let's go and get something to eat. Let's have a drink. Let's catch up. I'm just going to be working, living and playing from home. Um, so that's heavy. You, you've got Trump, who is just, I mean, and, you know, why am I talking about Trump? Because it, it, it affects us. It will definitely affect us. And I am looking at, America right now like what a mess what a sad state of affairs um and then obviously I think it was last week yeah well I don't know exactly when I'm going to publish this but on my timeline it was last week we had all of that horrible heinous uncivilized unjust behavior in Nigeria and it's just like, can, can we catch, catch a small break? Can we catch a small break? Um, anyway, there's lots to hold space for and to give thanks for in my life. And I hope you can do the same. I hope you can hold space and just to give thanks for all that you do have. Um, because it's a daily reminder, a constant reminder around us. And I do complain that I can't go out to eat and I do complain that I can't have fun and I complain that I can't date in a way that I'm comfortable and I can't meet somebody, I can't really, you know, I can't travel, I can't go on holiday. But in the grand scheme of things, look at the bigger picture. Deep, let's, let's deep the bigger picture, you know. And I'm so grateful f- for the fact that I'm even here and I and I am able to be doing this recording because this year feels like a Final Destination film. And it's literally, who's next? Go, go. <laughs> it's not funny, but you can't make those jokes. Uh, but I did. Um, but no, it does feel like that. It's like, who's next? What's next? Um, I have a team meeting tomorrow at work whereby... Um, it's it's going to be led by the chair and it's um not our normal weekly team meeting and it was put in the diary and it was like oh you all have to be there you all have to clear your schedules god knows what that's going to be about it's like who's next like literally at work it's been racism it's been discrimination it's been people being sacked um it's been people being made redundant and it's when people be, you know, just leaving and just walking out and resigning. And it's just a tough time. COVID is a tough time and it's affecting everybody's mental. Um, so we have to do like a lot of adjusting. So extra self-care at this time, extra self-care. And if you do have a seat at the table, if you do feel able to speak up to your, your boss 
um, you know, or if you are the boss, you know, just make sure that your staff are, are okay. Because uh, my, my sis said to me um, a few months ago that her boss asked her how she was doing. And she said, you know, it's really difficult. You know, I'm on the gram and I'm seeing like all, all of the riots and all, you know, all of this like pain and death just there. And that she said, well, you should come off of social media. Like, don't let anybody at your workplace tell you to come off of social media as the cure, as their support. That's not good enough. I'm, I'm HR and I take a big role in, in making sure that people are okay. More than just, you know, rules and, and like policies and, you know, who's sick and who needs recruiting and who needs an appraisal that's that's not my main focus i care heavily about the well-being of the team and that that is not the answer and a lot of these establishments are able to do so much more than they are willing to do and it's their own ignorance it's just like yeah just just have a training course about this hate crime and then we move on but what are the actions so Extra self-care at home and extra self-care at work. Take work into your own hands. Take your life at work into your own hands. Don't sign over your power to your boss and expect her to care about your well-being because it's a buzzword. It's, oh yeah, we care about employee well-being, employee well-being. Have this voucher, have this time off, have this gym membership. Is that enough? I mean, gyms are closed right? Or, well, yeah, closed by the time this comes out. So, um, you know, take care. It sounds really blasé, but small things, small things. Um, last night I set my Alexa to an alarm in the morning and she said, oh, so I think you are about to go to bed. And I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> and, and she said, would you like some calming sounds, some chill sounds of the ocean? I was like, yeah, why not? It was magical. It was, it sounds crazy. It was the best thing. I just laid there as I was looking online because my face is super itchy and I was thinking it's these new products what am I doing wrong and um it was just heaven and and that was just that was I mean I didn't plan it and I'm most definitely going to do it again um but it helped um you know so I I have my thing but you have to find your own and um You have to be intentional about it and you cannot rely on countless strolling, scrolling rather on Instagram or on the phone for hours just 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 to be absorbing your mate's problems. Um, It has to be outside of of your phone, really, to just have that moment to just really clear your mind and hold space, as I like like to say, you know, hold hold that space anyway. Um, so apart from the gym closing, my self-care routine has been pretty good. I ordered some aligners from Smile Direct and I have a gap on the left side of my mouth and I do not know where it's coming from or where it's come from. Um, I look back at pictures maybe 2014 and it was very minor. And now I can stick my tongue through it. And I'm like, what is going on here? And it's changing the shape of my face and my smile. And it's been on my wish list for a few years now, actually. Um, 2018, I said, oh, I'm going to get braces. I'm going to get braces. I need to sort it out. I need to sort it out. Um, and I finally went down the Smile Direct's route. Um, so... I had a few people ask me actually because um, on the day that it came, I put the box up on my stories and I had a few people ask me to share my experience 
Um, and so far, it's been a week um, or so, just less than a week, actually, about five days. And um, it's really difficult to wear them for as long as I'm supposed to. So there's two options. And um, I went for the option that I meant to wear them 22 hours a day. Um, I haven't got them in now and I haven't had them in since about four o'clock. Uh, you don't know what time it is and I'm, I'm not going to tell you because you'll think I'm a vampire. Um, so, um, it, that, that is quite difficult. Um, I can do about 13 hours comfortably, which means it might take me twice as long. It's only meant to take me five months. It might take me 10. Um, they do feel quite tight and I have had some soreness on my gum. Um, and it just gets to a point where they're really overbearing and like, get these out now. Um, I haven't had any frustration about my food intake because you can't eat or drink with them you can only sip water um and I love to eat and I love to snack so the fact that I haven't found that a problem it might mean I'm not wearing them enough um so I will keep you posted each week I've been to change the aligners um and they get a bit tighter and tighter. They have they have affected my speech. I have a much heavier lisp than usual, um, and they I don't know. It's just I feel really conscious of my tongue the whole time. So um, yeah, that's. But I've complained a lot, but I'm very happy that I've done it because if I do keep wearing them if it takes me five months or 10 it means that I will hopefully close this gap it it might be a bit of a fad because what happens at the end of of that that time you know is is the gap going to slowly creep back up am I going to have to do this again in five years time um so I'll probably be like looking into retainers which they do offer um but let's just see if this this works so I'm, I'm really happy um about that and I'm really happy that Mercury has finally gone direct. Now, I'd done a short video on Mercury retrograde. It, you know, um, it wasn't heavy astrology. It was just speaking about a few things that it could affect with a heavy emphasis around uh, your ex coming back. But now, or you being the ex that is toxic. Um, but it has gone direct today. Um, and it does have a two-week period where... It moves forward slowly, so not at its usual speed. And that is where these things can still creep up. So you're not completely out of the woods. But for the most part, it's like a veil has lifted and you will feel um, what I I feel. And if you have been affected by it, then you should feel as well just a bit more clarity. If you've had any confusion about where you're going in your life, Um if you felt a bit stumped around goal setting, if you've been stumped about a relationship, if you were having issues in your relationship, which is usually quite healthy and happy without any craziness, um, you are likely to be able to communicate a lot clearer with your partner now. Um, it's a good time to start that that thing, that contract, that business um it's a good time to move forward basically so I'm super happy about that um hopefully we can get some uh clarity for the rest of the year because I don't know about you it has been a little bit um of a confusing one I didn't have as many exes come back as I thought I would I have a couple um and not full-blown exes per se just like old links maybe or a guy who who might have liked me back in the day but I wasn't too feel you know like that kind of thing like not anything too heavy and that's good because it means that I've done the work it means that um I've put them to bed um and that chapter is truly closed so that's good um but it did most definitely affect my my brain power my able my ability to create and move forward I felt really stagnant I've been working on the boxes um and it's like I just hit a brick wall and it was really 
easy to solve, but at the same time, it felt massive. And it's like, I was really creating work where I didn't have to create work. And then I realised that I was doing it and then I just put it on pause. I was like, nope. If it's feeling like this, it's not a good time to do it. So I just parked the whole thing. Um, I had imposter syndrome a lot this this um, time round. My last episode a couple of weeks ago, I totally panicked about putting it out because I think I replayed it about seven times. Um, and I just felt like on my own podcast show, I shouldn't be there. And I wanted to share that with you because... It's, it's mine and I have autonomy and it's from me to you and I felt as if it wasn't good enough and I shouldn't be here and I shouldn't be hashtagging Spotify and Apple it, you know it's not good enough to be out in the the world it's not scripted it's not in a recording studio. It isn't, you know, my, my speech is funny. Um, I haven't got any software that I can smooth out the kinks. I felt really rough about that last episode. Really rough. Um, imposter syndrome one-on-one. And I was like, how can you have, Nick, how could you have imposter syndrome for your own thing? This isn't at work. Like, you're at work in a board meeting and you've got to be, oh, yes, this, oh, yes, all of our HR metrics and our stats and our staff turnover and yada, yada, yada. You know, like, I'm not saying that it's okay to have imposter syndrome then, but it's understandable. Um, so I had to seek help. I had to seek help with, in, in reading and in, like, articles and stuff where, like, people have written about, about imposter syndrome and how they got through theirs. Um, I didn't do anything per se. I just felt the fear and done it anyway. What's the worst that could happen? Like, am I going to die about doing it? Like, is that going to kill me? Like, no. Um, I might get, you know, I might get some people say, oh, oh, I didn't like that one. Or this is where I want you to add this thing and do this thing. And it's just like, okay, well, it's done now. Um, but I felt really hard on myself about it. And I think why I felt hard on myself as well is because of how busy and how stretched I felt. I, I was doing a lot at work, at home, in my personal life. And it's like, I felt like I really wanted to do it. Like I, you know, like for you, for me, I wanted to do it. But it's like, oh, I don't know if it's good enough and I need to start again. I felt the fear and I'd done it anyway. So that's my advice to you. And that's my really honest story around. That's, that's, that's how I felt about my own My Good Sis episode five. Um, and it's, it's wild. And, I, and hopefully I won't feel like that again, but it's, it's likely. Um, I was watching something on YouTube where um, a psychologist said that you know that you are doing the right thing if you feel a little bit of pee running down your leg (laughs) and I was like well I don't feel pee but I definitely got like a churn and a knot and I'm waiting for my dms to like do something crazy like do you know what I mean and you know you know where like people are like that's terrible I don't agree with that um so yes feel the fear sis and do it anyway and apparently if you do do feel that fear, then you're on the right track. And I do agree with that, you know, because there's no growth in comfort. You can't grow unless you've got a bit of challenge and a bit of stretch. Um, and I feel like this is my bit of challenge and stretch because my work is very samey, samey at the moment. And I feel like it's not the best time to be trying to look for a new job and jump ship and, you know, etc. So... This this is my bit of stretch. So I felt that fear. And, you know, it's like, eh? but I did it. Anyway, this week's candid conversation is about age and society. The expectations that have been put on us um, once we get to a certain age. I also want to talk to... 20-somethings, things that I will wish I had known and things that I 
would have said to my younger self. Um, so I am about to be 33 in a couple of weeks and I became a mother. I had my daughter at 22. So I had, I had those anxieties of motherhood, single motherhood, um, life in general how is it all gonna pan out you know it's not what I dreamed up for myself I didn't expect it to like take this twist and turn you know what am I gonna do lots and lots happened but I also had like every other 20 something the confusion of being 20 something with the added pressure of of motherhood and, and and that feeling of having to provide and that urgency um and for a lot of it, I feel like I wasted so many years where I could have had more joy because I overthought everything. I worried about everything. And what I would say to my listeners who are 20-something, and it's going to sound really cliche, really anticlimactic, but be present, be present, live in the moment and find things to help soothe out your overthinking. Because you want to be successful and you want to be ambitious and you want to be like your peers or you might even want to be a bit opposite to your peers, but you you know, it's your peers that you have, right? Because you've been through school and you've been through college and you've been through university and X amount of friends have got married, X amount have babies, X amount have bought their homes, X amount are traveling, X amount have nice cars, X amount, you you get it, right? And you are thinking, where do I fit? You know, I've got the same 24 hours. I might, I might not want to be like them exactly, but which category do I fit in? Like, I want to be fun and sexy and I want to be down with the kids and I want to be adventurous, but I want to be stable and I want to be mature, but I want to have fun. And it's this balancing act. And you're constantly trying to, like, really juggle all of these different identities and, and, and lots of different energy, you know, I'm, you know, I'm out here and I'm bubbly and I'm fun and I'm spontaneous, but I'm mature and I'm saving and I'm really mindful about my health and I really care about my future, but I'm having a, it's, it's, it's a lot. So find something to help with your overthinking. If it's prayer, if it's meditation, if it's journaling, if it's, you know, if it's having a spreadsheet, <laughs> you know, whatever, how, however you can mind dump, empty your brain, brainstorm it out. Have, have a plan, but be flexible. Allow yourself to have some room within that plan. Have a bit of wiggle room. Fail if you have to fail and know how to pick yourself up and it's not the end of the world. Rome wasn't built in a day. A lot of 20-somethings aren't that resilient. And I think I had to get mine through having a child and through a few life experiences that I had. I, I, I had to get hard knees, right? So each time I fell, I had to pick myself up and I had to make sure that I did something about the bruise so it wasn't visible or that it would heal in time for the next fall because the next fall was coming. That's why it's so important to be present. Live your life and still those moments of joy, as my good sis advised. Still those moments of joy. Snatch them. Don't overthink it. If that opportunity comes up and, and it isn't going to affect your pocket or your mental or your health, snatch it. If you, un, if it, if you ask yourself, is this going to matter in five years? Do that little risk assessment in your head. Be present because... Lots of 20-somethings are thinking about tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. I will be happy when, once I am married, once I meet my love, 
once I start this business and it is successful, once I lose weight or I've had this surgery or I have my teeth done or, you know, it's always the next thing. You know, I will be happy when I get that promotion or that new job. Why aren't you happy now? What can you do to help yourself be present? I want you to think about the actions around being present, not just hear me say to you, be present, because that's, that's just two words, isn't it? Make an action. What does it mean? Um, it took me a while to get to terms with the term mindfulness, because I thought, what is this fad from L.A.? that goes hand in hand with like meditation and a smoothie, right? But being mindful, being mindful and just taking your time and slowing down a bit, feel the moment and live it, live the moment. One of my worst nightmares is to look back. So to get to like 50, 60, if God spares life and say, oh, I wish that I had done it then because I was much healthier or fitter or more attractive, slimmer. I had more money then. I had good health then. You know, I don't know what the future holds for me. So I'm very um, mindful of being present. I do understand the anxiety in that because if you are completely present and you don't think about tomorrow, then how can you plan for, you know, a happy future? I get it. And you should have a plan, but you need to be flexible because it can change. Life can happen. Life can happen. It can take a twist and it does happen. Not it can. Just have a look at all that I said in the first half an hour of this um, podcast. You know, life does happen and you have to know how to be flexible and if you've planned on on going uh, left in a straight line trust and believe that right with quite a few obstacles will still be the path and you know you hear that you know if um uh, what's the exact saying I can't remember the exact saying but I've got this image in my head that it was on Instagram for a long time, basically, of of two paths. It's your plan and it's God's plan. And in your plan, it's that one straight line. And in God's plan, it's hills and, and, and valleys. <laughs> and it, it's gutters and it's obstacles, it's hurdles, it's thorns and spikes and bushes. Um, and just be willing to take either road, not just what you have planned for yourself, because it seldom works that way. How are you going to bounce back? How are you going to keep going? How are you going to keep up that like momentum? So it's for me, back then, less overthinking. Um, And just having that trust in my gut that it was going to be okay I have 100% success rate of the bullshit I've never failed I might have been down and out but how could I have failed if I'm here right now so it, it feels hard it feels tough it feels like an uphill struggle it feels like why what is this about still within that have faith Feel it in your stomach. Know that this is for a reason and it's temporary and you are going to get through anyway. Learn how to adapt and be flexible. Learn how to be resilient. Learn how to forgive yourself if you've made a mistake, if something's gone wrong in a relationship or if you got pregnant and it wasn't the plan, if you had an abortion and it wasn't the plan, if you got an STI and it, you know, listen, learn to forgive yourself. If you made debt that it wasn't the plan, you know, if just learn how to release the plan a little bit and not hold on to it so tightly. You know, learn how to keep some of your business to yourself and have trusted people only in your circle. You know, expect to 
lose friends and it isn't because of beef and malice it's because you have come so far together and your lives are likely to just take take different paths you know she might get married he might get married he might go to jail she might end up sectioned you know she might end up with kids and you have now lost your best friend because you don't have a child and you don't want to talk about her baby day in day out you still want to hit the club and go on holiday and you know or or make money moves like you don't want to hear about her hardship and her struggle and of course you you know you can still be a a a friend to people who aren't going through the same things as you because it's it's about that you know it's about a range of personalities and that diversities um experiences etc but you are likely to feel very alone because all these people are seeming as if they have found their tribe and I say seeming because it's how it appears it doesn't mean that they're happy so you feel lonely and you and you're asking yourself but where am I going Um, am I going to meet a guy am I going to have a baby I'm getting old what's happening with my business what's happening with my career you know am I going to move out am I going to or if you are living, you know, alone, gosh, you know, will I ever have cash at the end of the month? You know, like once I've paid all my bills, like I can't now join my other friends who are out living their, you know, like their lives because I've got all of these responsibilities. Like you, you, you feel alone. And I see you, sis. I feel you. I remember um, it was my 25th birthday and I had Hagen dazs and Pink Moscato and I was listening to Rihanna's album what is it called I want to say No Love Allowed but that's a song on there um and it turned midnight and I poured myself a massive glass of rosé and I had on this song where She's saying, uh, I'm not going to sing it, I wouldn't do that to you, Um, that it is thundering, thundering, why don't you just hurry up and just fucking rain? And I cried my eyes out. I cried my eyes out. I felt this massive sense of confusion. This isn't 25. Like, this this, this isn't what I thought. You know, I'm in my one-bedroom flat with my daughter, with, you know, with no partner, with lots of struggle I had lots to be grateful for but at the time I didn't feel like giving gratitude I felt down I felt sad I felt confused I felt like I didn't have resilience and I didn't have bounce back and I did overthink everything and I wasn't flexible and me not being flexible made me finish that bottle of wine and play that song over and over again and cry my eyes out and it was awful. I mean, I had a fantastic birthday. Um, I think I even had a a joint birthday party with my good sis, and I had a um, and I had a dress made and and like everything. So to the outside world, I didn't look as if I was breaking down at being twenty five and feeling lost and lonely. And where's my tribe? Like I've got a three year old and where's my tribe? Like what am I doing with my life? Oh my God. You know, where's my house and my car and my husband and my ring and and like the fact that I haven't got that ring, it means that, you know, like it means I'm not verified. I don't have a blue tick. I'm not validated, you know. I think I was I think I was at university. I think I was trying that whole university thing. Um, And it it was just terrible. That's why I feel qualified to give you some wise words. I know how it feels, but I want you to be present because in five years' time, you are 30 or you are 30-something. And it's not going to matter. You are going to look back and be like, oh, like I made it. Or... Or, in my case, I wish that I was more present. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't all doom and gloom. 
I went on holidays. <laughs> I went on holidays. I had my fun. I was wined and dined. I was one of those ladies that if you wanted to talk to me, you had to take me to Hakkasan. <laughs> right? And somehow it wasn't difficult. I didn't struggle with that. I was picked up. I was dropped off. I was paid for. I mean, I've, I've changed my mind about that now, of course. But back then, that was my criteria. And it was happening. Um, so I did, I did have fun. It wasn't all doom and gloom. Um, for the most part, I was in a good place. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't creep up. It doesn't mean that you can just think and think and overthink and replay details and like question your friendships and be like hmm that's a side eye you know or like feel abandoned or feel lonely um you know or have worries and just feel like am I good enough am I worthy like what's happening here like what is the plan why can't I see and in the moments of having fun and being on holiday um and being wined and dined and spas was my thing I was always at a spa it didn't mean that I was exempt from from being rigid and in being rigid I I I stole my own joy because unlike now I thought it would matter in five years I thought oh my god my daughter's three I need to give her a sibling. I need to meet somebody good. And, and as each year ticked on, ticked on, ticked on, I got to 28 and she was six. And I got to 30 and she was eight. And I'm 32 and she is 10. And I'm like, shit, that gap is really fucking big, isn't it? <laughs> like, that's really big. Um, I, don't, I don't feel about it now as I did um, those years ago. And it's because I learned to be present. I learned to rate myself and give myself a pat on the back. I've always stayed in my own lane. I've never coveted anybody's wins or their losses or their happiness or their joy. I've, I've stayed in my lane. So stay in your lane and clap for your damn self. Clap for yourself. You know, it's your path it's your journey it might seem as if it isn't taking off as quickly as others but the point is if you have a path ahead of you that is slightly more techie it's likely that at the end of it it's going to be a madness it's going to be beautiful it's going to be a shell down showdown abundance pouring everywhere Because it's just like, wow, I've had to go through this. I had to prove to myself. I had to build character. I had to get myself prepared for the next stage of my life. Why is God going to give you something that you are going to fumble? Why is he going to give you the bag so you can fumble the bag? You've got to align yourself. And in the bag, I don't just mean money. I mean all sorts of things. I mean your husband, your child, your car, your job, your business, your etc. Your money. God isn't going to give you the bag if you are going to fumble it, if you aren't right with yourself, if you haven't done the work, if you haven't learned the art of of being grateful um, and to be able to give thanks even when it doesn't seem like you can give thanks. Like, And that was my biggest... I think that is my biggest strength. That is something that I will share with you is my biggest strength. I have been on my face... And I was able to thank God. Thank you for this lesson. Thank you for what you are teaching me now. Thank you so I don't have to go through this again in my 30th year. That's, that's the kind of shit that I would say to myself. And I just wish that I knew then what I know now. Because I would have had a much more happier experience in my 20s where I wasn't crying in my birthday you know and I wasn't running down some foolish man or 
I wasn't looking at him for validation or I wasn't putting up with less just in the name of attention. Um, you know, because, you know, I had, I had both sides. I had, I had, I had the guys who would wine and dine and he would send flowers and do all sorts of things. And then I had the crafts that I thought, oh, I really like him. And I would talk about them, talk, go, 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 nonstop, 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 until my sis was like, you need to stop, stop speaking about him because if you're not going to do something about it, I'm not listening anymore because this is bad for you. And I was like, oh, is that, is that how bad it is? I don't know if it was a self-worth thing or, or like whatever, but there's lots to consider in your 20s. It can be the best time of your life, foundation building years, but you've got to learn to trust the process. You've got to learn to clap for yourself when you win and expect the crowd to be silent. Like people are haters and especially now, like thank God I was not in this at in this year. Thank God hold on, wait, I'm not saying it right. Thank God I am not in my twenties now. Because the haterade, the competition, the things that people value, you know, as as I said last week about baddies and and that whole thing, I was out on Sunday at a private event and I saw a girl in 900 pounds, Yves Saint Laurent shoes, and she couldn't walk. She was holding on to everything she could do because of how dainty that little strap is and how dainty the heel is. Um, and I saw Gucci bags and I saw Dior trainers and I saw BBLs and lace fronts and lashes and nails with crystals on. And I saw a girl get up, walk across the restaurant. And this other girl who looked exactly like her, it was like a uniform, was giving her the maddest look, like dirtiest screw and then spoke to her friend at the table wow if that was my day that would have ended in a real ruckus Hmm? anyway so there's a lot of haters there's a lot of haters and it's almost like you are being judged by your external so do you have the lace front do you have the lashes are you wearing the uniform do you have the balenciagas do you have a car that you're really struggling to afford to to um, pay for because you've actually got a single bed in your mum's house, but you've got a German whip, you know. So there's it's it's just about staying in your lane and blanking out the noise like that. That's not my path. That's for you lot. But I'm not about to be in debt for no reason. I'm not about to 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 change my appearance to fit in. You know, I'm gonna love myself. I'm gonna work on myself, and I'm gonna know that. I am worthy and I'm here for a reason. I'm here to um, to achieve my life's path. <laughs> and I'm here to fulfill my purpose and be aligned with my purpose. Affirmations. And I feel like, especially with all of this social media stuff, you definitely have to blank out the noise and you have to figure out what you need to absorb it you know if it's meditation if it's prayer as i said if it's affirmation cards coming soon if it's you know incense candles baths runs gym you know friends and just blank it out blank it out because if that's not you if that's not how you feel comfortable blank it out um, so I've said quite a lot there and I feel like I can talk for ages about 20 somethings. Um, and just to summarize, you know, quit overthinking, make a plan as to how you can stop overthinking. What are your triggers? Is it social media or, you know, or are you so tied to your plan that it makes you overthink? loosen the reins on the plan and let life happen you know see things as a lesson don't be so down and out on yourself if it doesn't go to plan ask yourself what is this trying to teach me try and change your mindset around that keep some of your business to yourself I I don't believe wholeheartedly that you should 
not talk to the people that you love um, and trust. But that's the key thing. Make sure that you trust them and that you love and trust them because of the haterade that is so prevalent. Um, I, I really push back against that. Oh, you know, I think if you've got an interview or if you get a new car, I think you should just say, oh, yeah, I, you know, that just uh, graft in silence. And then no, no. If that's how you feel, you have to check your circle, right? Because they need to be clapping when you win. And those who don't clap, you keep your mouth shut from them. Trust me, I still do it to this day. You, it's a must. You have to protect your sanity. You have to protect your plan. And you cannot be out here thinking, you know, who wants me to win? Who wants me to fail? You don't need that energy. You're already dealing with enough. So talk to who you love and trust. Keep the rest to yourself. Don't overshare, you know. Unfortunately, there's this feeling that you guys have to put your whole life on the internet for likes or for validation or or to be loved or respected, seen, accepted and, you know, and it's, that's not it. God forbid that you ever have to skin out every part of your day, of your existence, of your routine, of your ups, of your downs, of your highs, of your lows. We need to really move away from that. I see all of these girls who are, yeah, I'm, I am, I am did, uh, I went away and I did surgery and now I'm, I'm a brand ambassador for this company and, and like really using their platform for shit, skinning out all sorts of things about their ups and downs. And it's like, you're just doing this because you want views and likes, like you are an advocate for anything, right? So Quit with the oversharing. Check your expectations, which is different to a plan. Okay, so your plan is your plan. You've gone to school, college, uni, you've got a plan for your life. As I said about that, be, be flexible. But the expectations part is about what you expect from others. So from friends. Yeah, and I didn't hear from her and it was my birthday and she didn't do like remove it remove it stop judging people based on what you will do you are you that's your superpower remove it you can't hold people accountable or you know like if it's not how you wanted it to go and and I'm I mean minor things I don't mean if you and a friend have made a plan and you know and it and it goes wrong. That's not what I'm talking about. That's that that's very different. But it's this subconscious expectation that people are going to message you every day, or they um, will answer as soon as you call, and that you have to remove it, remove that because you're going to piss yourself off, and you you will start to feel all all sorts of bad vibes and that negativity, and you are going to tell yourself stories about a situation that might not be true. Also, the expectations around men. We really have to do a whole episode on this and the expectations of men now in 2020. What is it that men now expect and what is it that they are willing to do? Because those Hakkasan dates that I was going on and those Nobu dates and flowers and yeah, here, have this allowance for your birthday and have these Carvella shoes and here, have this money to go out. Huh? Unless I'm dealing with a absolute, uh, absolute criminal, the chances are a man is going to look me in my face and say to me, where's your half of the bill? Um, for everything, <laughs> like just for everything. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's not hard and fast because I have met some men and, and that isn't the case. Um, but our expectations, your expectations of men um, at that age, and you know that men don't really mature as quickly as women. So if you are dating in your age range, you're going to meet some men who need a bit more time in the oven, you know, so your expectations, are you waiting to be saved? What are you doing to help yourself? Have you got a job? Have you got a car? Have you got savings? You know, are you about your business or are you at home waiting for a man to pick you and change your life? And you've got to be really careful with that because you could be picked by 
a sociopath or somebody who is a perpetrator of domestic violence or somebody who is about to go to jail and or or like give you kids and like run off and leave you so you know make sure that you're doing the work that you are aligned so you don't fumble the bag when you get it and that you attract a good bag a strong bag a a healthy bag you know and remember to clap for yourself clap for yourself remember to be present there's I think that was just a few of them that I said in the whole process of the pod but Hopefully you were taking notes because it was some gems there. But I see you, sis. I see you. Um, And I feel like it's really important to be present and to enjoy your life. And to remember that you are the storyteller of your life. You know, all of the external factors that make you feel that you aren't doing enough and you don't have enough and you're not right on track. Um, It's it's not the case you are in the driver's seat and um I wanted to touch briefly on being 30 something which is what I am now and what you loves will be soon and if you think in your 20s you feel pressure in your 30s if you're not married if you don't have a child or two, if you don't have a partner, if you don't have a house, a career, a business, if you don't look a certain way, if you're a few extra pounds, if you've got acne, if if your family have something to say about where you're at in your life. I mean, society comes for both age groups. And I'm very aware of the pressures that you face. But if you don't meet certain things externally by the time you're 30 it's yet another hurdle so by the time you're 30 31 you would have unlearned all of the stuff that you went through in your 20s and you know it would be do you know what it's fine I'm not that person's friend anymore but it's no love's lost you know or it's fine you know it was like a good lesson for me and I've saved some money and I'm blah 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 you know etc it would be like you know what I've turned a page I've turned a page onto a new chapter and now I'm ready to take on 30 with all of those lessons that I've learned from my 20s I am ready and then you don't have the ring yet and you don't have the Range Rover yet and you don't have the house of the off-street parking yet And you don't have, well, I said the ring, but, you know, like the husband and, you know, like the kids and the two, three holidays a year and a really successful business. And, you know, you realise that your skin needs vitamin A um, and you need to have Botox maybe. And, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, all right, okay. But I'm strong because I've got through my 20s and I learned and now I'm good. It's And don't get me wrong, I'm much happier in my 30s. Much, much, much happier. I have learned to deal with all of those anxieties and issues that I had in my 20s about myself. I had to unlearn all of the things that I told about myself. And I had to unlearn all of the things that I allowed society to tell me about myself. Um, So it does get easier. It's just another set of hurdles and they might not be as high for you obviously each of their own you are not 30 yet um if you aren't I mean I feel like some of those things do apply to people who are are, slightly older but I feel like in your 20s you obsess about certain things you obsess about marriage and babies you obsess about being successful you obsess about your life and that steals your joy and it stops you from being present and that's why it's so much more important in your 20s because you're, you know, like you aren't expected to have it all mapped out. You aren't expected to already be a millionaire. You know, you are allowed to live your life and enjoy. Who has these expectations on you apart from yourself? Loosen up a bit, you know? Um, but 
to my sisters in their 30s who are unmarried, who are single, who have a child or no children, who are like single mothers or whatever, I've got you. I've got you. We are just that bit calmer. Um, and But yet we do have the external pressures of society. And I will get to us. I'll do it in order. <laughs> I do it in chronological order. Um, so if I keep going, this will be two two hours and I'll have no listens. I have no plays. So I'm not going to um I'm not going to do that to you. Uh but just know that it's on my agenda, it's, it's on my radar, that I haven't forgotten us. You know, that I am a 30-something that has uh re-forecasted her life a few times. Um, but much more relaxed about it and uh, would love to share some things that I found in my almost three years of being 30 and what I think the next seven years could potentially hold with um, a few of the things that I've learned already. Anyhow, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I really, really, really appreciate y'all. Um, I hope it's been helpful. Please comment. Well, you can't subscribe because well, I think you can subscribe, but it's not Instagram. Sorry, it's not YouTube. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for joining, and um, I will be back with a thirty-something episode. Love to you all from all around the world. Stay tuned. Engage like comment repost uh message me slide into my dms and can i just say i'm really i love that this week wasn't all about men i think i might have turned a corner (laughs) i love that this week wasn't all about and can you believe and i definitely have some stories so um yeah i'm glad that i was able to share hopefully in a useful way without the the male energy anyway loves have a happy week ahead thanks for listening be speaking to y'all again soon